Today's goddess is considered by some to be a Thracian moon goddess and by others to be an ancient pre-Greek goddess of midwives, birth, fertility, the dark of the moon, magic, wealth, education, ceremonies, and the underworld. She is Hecate. Hello, goddesses. Welcome to episode number 35 of Goddess Chat with Leos. Wow. Your hostesses. I am Gigi, and this is Nicole. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> Join us as we drink some tea or spirits or water or whatever the hell you want to drink and explore Just drink the in meaning. The air. Absolutely, <laughs> yes. Um, and explore the meanings, legends, and powers of this episode's goddess. And of course, if you love the show, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your chosen listening service. And you can find us on Instagram at goddesschatleos, or you can email us at goddesschat at yahoo.com. The best way to show your support for the show is to rate and review, and also, word of mouth is priceless. Cleo says it's priceless. Well, goddesses, let's grab your drinks. Let's chat. Oh my goodness, let's do this. Okay. <laughs> <gasps> Happy almost a week till Halloween. Oh my goodness. Or Samhain. Whatever I, I, I you celebrate. Believe. I can't believe October's almost done. I know. That's it's so insane. crazy. And Cap- I mean... Happy, like, um, week and a half to your wedding. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It's oh so crazy. Oh, my goodness. I want to go back in time to baby Nicole and be like, just chill. All these little turds you're dating right now are just stupid. You're going to find an awesome one. They're turds. They're turds. They, they were turds. You <laughs> met many of them or saw them, so they were heavily turds. in the turd ratios. Yes. So This morning on our walk some dog and well i'd say the dog's owner because it's more on the dog's owner for not picking it up left a pile in the middle of the sidewalk mm-hmm. and james was like ah mommy poo <laughs> <laughs> so you know that that would should be the reaction to you know those exes as well <laughs> okay if we have any single goddess lovers out there right now when your radar goes off something's not right with that other person just go ah Yes, it's called intuition. Uh, trust, trust your it. intuition. Trust. trust, trust. So, um, Cleo is super excited about this goddess. She's sitting right in front of me, staring at me, going, "Peasant, continue on. I want to learn." She's like, "I want to hear this." I know, mother. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my goodness. But you know, yeah. there's there's just a lot of fun things coming up. Like we said, almost Halloween, almost Samhain. Um, we've almost got, um, Nicole's wedding and I'm going to go visit her and and we get to see each other in person and touch each other's faces and (laughs) socially distancing, of course, you know, no. Um, Yeah. (laughs) I don't think it's going to happen this time, unfortunately. 
no, so we're going to try to plan on um, recording some things online and maybe doing some Instagram lives because we'll be together. So that's weird. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's just going to be a fun time. I'm very excited. I'm excited to take some time off from work. My new in-laws are going to be coming up. Um, Jinx is over here staring at me. What do you want, Jinx? You're going to have in-laws. I know. Isn't that weird? <laughs> I'm like, oh. No, they're they're actually pretty amazing. I couldn't ask for better in-laws. And yeah, I'm just so super excited. I got my dress. I finished my veil. Yay. So that's done. That whole uh, goddesses. I think I told you. I can't remember. But um, I was trying to do the veil to be almost like a cathedral. No, not chapel Lane cathedral, so over 10 feet long. Because, you know, of course, I'm like, oh, I'm Princess Diana. But, like, the space that we're getting married in is very, very tiny. So I don't even know if the veil would have fit. But um, Jinx did a run jump and put two massive holes in the center of the veil. Yes, we did chat about this in one episode, I think. Yeah. (laughs) So I had spent the other day just coming to terms with the fact that I had to shorten it and it's it's good though I think it's it's probably maybe eight to nine feet now instead hey, it's still <laughs> it's still extravagant and gorgeous it like you is. oh your face love it it doesn't matter how short it is you're still cute oh <laughs> you're not that bad no, so I'm very excited to see Miss Gigi. And then we're actually going to um, take a little trip to Coven. I think your last day. Yeah. I'm planning a little thing Yay. and we're going to hang out with Miranda. Maybe we can get her to chat with us on here. That would and... be nice. Yeah. So I'm excited. It's a surprise. Oh. You won't know what's going to hit you. Yeah. Well, you know what else I'm excited for? What? Talking about Hecate. Ah, ah. yeah. Look at you. Segway. <laughs> Segway what? Oh my goodness. Yes. It's going to be a long one. Let's do this. Let's do this. Our sources for today's goddess are goddessgift.com greekmythology.wikia.org <laughs> and um, the book that we also used as a source is Find Your Goddess by Sky Alexander and the oracle cards are The Goddess Oracle Deck by Amy Sophia Marshinsky. And, and real quick, a little bit of Invoke the Goddess by Kala Trope. Oh, there we go. And I'm Invoke reading it. Yeah, and I'm reading um, oh, crap, I can't remember. I think it's Find Your Keys or something with keys yes, find by your that keys. Cindy. Uh-huh. Brennan um but that's more of like a, a workbook and she calls it a course oh, so I see. yeah so I mean it informs you a lot about Hecate but I kind of want to go through it in my own time so I was like oh, okay mm-hmm. I'm gonna take it easy on that one but sorry go ahead <laughs> oh, all right well as we just heard that little sound clip there the little audio clip it is pronounced Hecate And um, she is called the queen of the witches, the goddess of the dark moon, the queen of the night, the distant one. And ancient ancient Romans knew her as trivia. Also, her name comes from the ancient Greek word for will. 
a little bit about her appearance. Um, Hecate was usually wearing a knee-length dress with hunting boots like Artemis. And she usually had a burning torch in each hand and three heads, Mm. symbolizing that she was the goddess of the crossroads. Something worth mentioning is that all of the... Although, yes, although, that is the correct word. (laughs) (laughs) Although usually portrayed in dark colored cloaks, in ancient texts, Hecate was referred to as saffron, which was dark yellow. Um, She was a saffron-wearing maiden. So I like that. I mean, it makes me think of those deep, warm, mustard, you know, tones that are associated with fall. Mm -hmm. Um, Autumn in other countries. I think we're the only country that calls it fall. Um, (laughs) Really? I think so. Yeah, it's mainly called autumn everywhere else in the world. Huh. We got to do things different. Yeah, we're special. And um, Hecate, actually in popular art, was depicted as having three heads or three separate forms. So one of a young maiden, one of a mother, and one of a crone, thus symbolizing the cycle of life, and is which is still popular as a symbol in the Wiccan practice. In Egyptian-inspired writings and art, she is seen as having three heads, which is one a mare, one of a serpent, and one of a dog. So imagine that beast coming at you. What would uh, the diet be? My gosh. I don't even know. I mean, <laughs> hay, rodents, and meat. I don't know. Like, hey, what? rodents and meat. Oh, my. <laughs> I like it. Hecate was also seen as a virgin, but it is also said that she had affairs with mortal men. And because her three heads, um, because of her three sides, only one of them was a virgin. And the other two sides or faces were not maiden. So she yeah. had ways around that ideology. So. <laughs> yeah, the, the funny thing is, and I didn't want to fully focus on her being a quote unquote crone, because mm-hmm. in the earlier tales of her where it's more spoken mythology as opposed to the written mythology she was young and beautiful so it's like later on when they started writing things down and the poets did they kind of made her old just because she is Mm -hmm. the one that handles um you know crossing over into the Mm -hmm. underworld and and also you know she's a powerful goddess so they're probably like she's old they're trying to diminish her when Patriarchy. she doesn't need I to be. My you know what? You can be young and powerful too. Thank you. Yeah. So I think they kind of tried to take that away from her. So I thought it was cool. She's very similar to Bridget in the way that it it's not necessarily she's one of the forms of the mother maiden or crone. She's like all, all of them. them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is spectacular. Okay. Very, cool. <clears throat> very, very cool. This one's mine and it's Greek. So I should you be got okay this. with words. There is a section, might be scary. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Hecate is the Greek goddess of the three paths, guardian of the household, protector of everything newly born, and the goddess of witchcraft. She was once a, oh, and she's also the name of... uh, Oh, my sister's cat. Cat, so there you go. Yes, but she calls it Hecate. She doesn't, she doesn't pronounce it Hecate. So yeah. she's like a little Hecate. <laughs> she was once a widely revered and influential goddess, but her reputation has been tarnished over the centuries. In current times, she is usually depicted as a hag or old witch stirring the cauldron. 
Nothing could be further from the true image of Hecate's original glory. I love that. (laughs) She has a lot of glory. Mm -hmm. A beautiful and powerful goddess in her own right, the Greek goddess Hecate was the only one of the ancient goddesses Zeus allowed to retain her authority once the Olympians seized control. Mm, Powerful. He even recognized it. He's like, okay, Mm -hmm. she's bad. Yep. Zeus shared only with her the awesome power of giving or withholding from humanity anything she desired. Wow. She also had the power over magic and witchcraft, like we said. She can also summon the dead. Hecate has the power to cure mortals and gods alike, using that power when they wronged her. I'm like, ooh. ooh. So that's interesting. She has the power to cure so mm-hmm. i wonder like if she would cure someone that they didn't like to come at them <laughs> like, like, she's like, you, you, you got another chance at this one here you go like <laughs> she's like hey you hate brian brian come over here i'm gonna summon you uh-huh. or you i would love him? to know like when she summons people from death do they come as their old form or do they come in zombie form Hmm, we shall never know (laughs) so many issues so many questions so many facts (laughs) but as the only child of the titan war god persis i think yeah it's not perseus no persis per yeah persis (laughs) wow persis can't you know what, Nicole? Trust your your speaking abilities. <laughs> okay. I, yeah, as long as there's no typos, we're good. <laughs> there probably are. Okay. <laughs> no, I trust you. I have nails. It's very difficult to type on a uh, laptop with nails. It just makes me think of Peter Griffin in that one episode. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much how I am. I'm like, um, well, hold on, let me answer the phone. <laughs> oh God. As the only child of the Titan War god Persis and the star goddess Asteria, Asteria, wow, yeah. I like that. Hecate was the worshipped, or she was worshipped by the people of Athens. In fact, they built shrines to her in return for her gifts of protection and prosperity. Oh, the Greek poet Hestioid. Um, tells us Zeus held Hecate in high regard and allotted her parts of the earth, the sea, and the starry sky. Dang, okay. Hmm. So, from one of uh, Hesiod's uh, poems, Zeus, the son of Kronos, honored above all, he gave her splendid gifts to have a share of the earth and the unfruitful sea. She received honor also in starry heaven. And is honored exceedingly by the deadless gods. Wow. For to this day, whenever any one of the men on earth offers riches, sacrifices, and prays for favor, according to custom, he calls upon Hecate. Mm. I was like, ooh. And that comes from the Theogian. Yeah. So usually classified as a moon goddess, her kingdoms were actually threefold. The earth the sea, and the sky. So having the power to create or withhold storms undoubtedly played a role in making her the goddess who was the protector of shepherds and sailors. 
mm. <laughs> like that. I just imagine the Little Mermaid. They're all like, Heidi, Heidi, ho, ho, ho. She's a goddess. <laughs> well, I mean, I also like that she's the protector of them because, you know, those sirens out there are vicious. And, Ooh. you know, they needed someone to help them out with those those ladies. So, okay. So, I don't know. Do you watch um, What We Do in the Shadows, the TV show? Mm, I don't watch okay. much TV. Lately. I know. Do you have Hulu? I do. Okay, you got to watch it because it's hilarious as hell. So it's like 20 minutes. The newer season, mm, something's missing. I don't know. It's a little weird. But um, they had this thing where they have uh, the one character who is an energy vampire and his name's Colin Robinson. <laughs> and he falls in love with a siren. And the siren, she's singing to him and she's this, you know, beautiful lady. But then when she stops singing, she's got like a real thick, because they're on Long Island. So she has a real, like a Long Island, New York accent. And she's like, how? Half woman, half bird. I always mm. thought sirens were like Mer- fish or something, yeah. but they're half mm-hmm. bird. Interesting. Yeah. Well, it makes sense with the singing. Yeah. But in art, I've seen them coming from the water. Thank you. So I don't know. I'm thoroughly confused. Hmm, maybe there's different know. forms of sirens. Yeah. I'm just like, I don't like this. I don't understand mm-hmm. it. And I feel a little confused. Maybe there was like airborne sirens that would like lure them to the rocks where the ocean born sirens but, lived that would consume them what like was the seagull's little, name like... yeah what was the seagull's <laughs> name in little mermaid's um yeah skull <laughs> that would be our siren <laughs> it's a dingle hopper <laughs> <laughs> look at this stuff <laughs> oh my goodness so hecate is very similar to me as a lover of solitude hecate <laughs> like her cousin artemis was a virgin goddess she was unwilling to sacrifice her independent nature for the sake of marriage i'm getting married in a week sorry <laughs> I'm like, you yeah, know yeah. what but um <laughs> artemis although she was you know kind of single and you know um what do they call it? Ready you to don't mingle. Have sex, you know. Oh. <laughs> I can't remember the word. Oh, um, I know what you're saying. But um, I was reading something recently that she is um, kind of like a goddess and icon of um, of gay of, of of like lesbian and, and gay people, oh. and um, and that she was seen as um, having loved many different female deities as oh, well and so okay she, um so i don't know if the reason why they kept her and saw her as a virgin was um that didn't translate well writings that like you know she sorry. if she was having oh are you okay yeah yeah you cut out for a moment it oh was like i'm a sorry robot gg it's okay so you're sorry good. about that. Hopefully it can, oh, comes fault. out okay how, in the recording. How are you? But, well, we're um, going to keep it either way. Well, let's, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, because like when people think of someone being a virgin, they automatically assume that they've had laid with a man. Um, and so I wonder if translation wise was lost about if she slept with women, if she was still considered a virgin because she hadn't laid with a man, you know? Interesting. Mm-hmm to think about it a little bit uh, okay but sorry huh. that was a little uh, side side thought there that didn't I like relate it. to hecate much but hey i thought i'd include it <laughs> so. 
no i mean it's true because she was artemis was considered quote unquote the tomboy and it's like mm-hmm. that's an old outdated terminology yes. for someone you know uh-huh. so she liked to hunt big whoop you mm-hmm. know so where are we at okay so um for independent nature for marriage okay walking the roads at night or visiting cemeteries during the dark phase of the moon the goddess hecate was described as shining or luminous Ooh, i would love to see her walking through a graveyard that'd be interesting <laughs> oh my god that would terrify me <laughs> like, the, oh with god. the head of the horse and the and glowing in a graveyard Ooh, that would, would be a good Halloween costume. Mm-hmm. I would totally bow down and just be like, okay, I listen mm-hmm. to you. Mm-hmm. So as, where am I going? Okay, like Artemis, Hecate was usually depicted with her sacred dogs. Hecate and even oh, her... I think yes? we lost a, a paragraph there. Sorry. Oh, yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. Poop on me. Here we go. In many of her legends, she is invisible because she's luminous. (laughs) (laughs) Usually, um, perhaps only glimpsed as a light, a willow the wisp. Oh, the wisps. Yeah. Or perhaps it was her luminous quality that marked Hecate as a moon goddess. So some scholars believed it to be maybe because her mother was Asteria, the titan goddess of the shining light or star. Or perhaps it was because she always carried a torch on her journeys. Oh. I mean, she's carrying, yeah, she's like carrying two torches. So, of course, Mm -hmm. she's going to be like lit up. So, and then we go back to what I was saying. Like Artemis, (laughs) Hecate was usually depicted with her sacred dogs. Hecate and even her animals were sometimes said to have had three heads that could see in all directions. Oh, my God. Could you imagine Titus having three heads? <laughs> His kisses are already furious enough. If yeah. I had to get kisses from a three-headed Titus, I, I would have no more <laughs> dermis left. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Too much. Too much. Though, although she is most often depicted as a beautiful woman having three human heads, some images of her are fearsome indeed. Like Gigi had said, one with a snake head, one with a horse's head, and the th- oh, this is new, and the third with a boar's head. Ooh, imagine those That's tusks. worse. Yeah. I don't know. Because I'm imagining like Saw when the pig head with the, mm-hmm. so all three of them just, no thank you. That was more guinea pig ass. That wait, was wait, that wait, was wait. more of my Jerry and Cosmo. Wee wee wee. No, yeah, <laughs> uh, I can't do that good like pig squeal mm-hmm. like they do in the movie. Like, like, oh Okay. Um. So. As these stories were passed on, though, they often changed. There is evidence uh, that this may have been the case with Hecate. Some scholars of ancient Greek religion have noted that Apollo was occasionally given the name Hecateos, which they interpreted to mean one who reaches far. These academics uh, believe that Hecate, therefore, may have once been another name for Apollo's twin sister, Artemis. Because she is compared very, very often with Mm -hmm. Artemis, which is interesting. Mm -hmm. 
So as the worship of Artemis evolved over time, the Greeks began to focus more on her purity and positive aspects. Yeah. It just made me remember Selene, too. Mm-hmm. Because Selene is, you know, was kind of like pushed aside and Artemis came forth more. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Hmm. so it must have been um, Selene, Artemis, and Hecate as the made the mother and the crone well which is Is interesting well i think so however when we get on a little bit further she's heavily her biggest myth is um demeter and persephone so she's lumped in with those two Mm. as Mm -hmm. maiden mother and crone which i would think it would be more within the the moon goddesses but another myth explains her symbols the black dog and a pole cat which is Apparently, it's a black-footed ferret. Now you know. <laughs> the black dog was once Queen Hecuba, who leaped into the sea after the fall of Troy. Hecate turned her into a black dog and saved her life, and then made Hecuba her familiar, which mm. I think is kind of nice. She's like, hey, we, we, got a, we got a vibe going. The polecat has two origins, the first being of a great witch named... Gale. Gale. Which is funny because you would think it would be some like Galeosius or something crazy and it's Gale. 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 <laughs> Who was punished for her inconsistence. Inc- I read incontinence. Is it incontinence? <laughs> okay, that's really mean if they punished her for peeing herself. That's not. No. It, it is con. con- no, con. Whatever. She got punished. Okay. In continents. Okay. Well, I'm really upset that they're making fun of her and punishing her for going to the bathroom. Yeah. Huh. I, I, uh, hopefully, I don't know. Because this, this I is... got, yeah, no, because I copied and pasted from mm. one of the websites. So again, she was turned into a polecat for her incontinence. But again, it was like a mythology Wikipedia kind of page. So yeah, someone's yeah, probably, yeah. is someone punking us out there? And that's what that says. <laughs> So maybe they meant incompetence. Might be. Or consistency. Inconsistency. She just mm-hmm. wasn't consistent. I don't life. know. <laughs> Something was not right with Gail. All right, goddesses. If you know what happened to Gail, let us what know. What in the world happened to Gail? Or Is we're it? just gonna like do hashtag free Gail. <laughs> okay. She doesn't want to be a polecat anymore, okay? She doesn't want to be a polecat. But black footed ferret. Thus, she was turned into a polecat, but Hecate felt pity and kept Gale by her side. So that was her little companion. Yeah. The other myth of Gale being that when Alchemy was given birth to, oof, I think that's Hercules, her, her Rockules, whatever. Hera told, help me, mom. Um, I, Elithia, Elithia. Elithia. Okay, I like that. Not to release the birth. Okay, so Hera told Elithia not to release the birth, which, come on, Hera, that's that's rough. You can't really, like, stop giving birth. Yeah. <laughs> but apparently if Hera tells you to, you gotta stop. They do that at the hospital sometimes. They're like, hold it in. The doctor's not here yet. I can't hold it in. The baby's coming out. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I'm trying. <laughs> I'm working with a very tiny opening here, okay? Oh, my goodness. 
But Alk, Alk Many, nurse, uh, nursemaid, not even going to say that, saw Lythea and yelled, the baby has arrived. Elythea <laughs> was shocked and lost her focus, allowing the actual birth to occur. Ooh, sneaky oh. nursemaid. Sneaky. Mm-mm. So when Elythea realized that she had been tricked, she, or Hera, turned the nurse into a polecat or a weasel. I'll see you there. Like t- a ferret. <laughs> yep. Hecate, however, took mercy on, okay, the nursemaid, Galinthias, and made her an attendant. So, oh, oh Gal- Galinthias, Gail. Okay, I got it. I'm smart. Is that what we're talking about still? Yeah. Because th- those were the two mm-hmm. origins of Gail. See, I get it. I'm like, wait a minute. But when did Gail's name change? I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> well, because I'm looking at this and I'm like, wait, Gail, Galenthius. Mm-hmm. Okay. Man, the, it just all comes together. It's like a big it circle does. of knowledge. It does. I love it. One of the most mysterious and formidable of the Greek goddesses, Hecate can be found at the crossroads. And as I'm typing this, all I kept hearing was bone thugs. Be like, crossroads, you don't get lonely. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's right. A 40-something-year-old white woman's trying to sing that song. <laughs> and it's not working. <sighs> so the place where decisions must be made and paths chosen. Yes. Yes. yes the crossroads. <laughs> <laughs> she has been through it all and grown wise through countless experiences and no longer fears the darkness of the underworld. Darkness of the underworld. <laughs> Hecate possesses occult knowledge, intuition, and gifts of prophecy. The patroness of witches, Hecate teaches the secrets of magic and healing. Herbalism is her specialty, and legend says she's an expert at crafting botanical medicines as well as poisons. Um, despite the poisons, it makes me think of Elizabeth at the medicinal melange. Oh yeah. Hi and hi both. Oh <laughs> yeah. I love we gotta have her back on. Mm-hmm. Elizabeth, you don't know it, but you need to come back on. <laughs> <laughs> She is also linked to the yew tree as the tree lives along. Oh, yeah, that is the right word. Okay. <laughs> I thought it said alone. This would be a space. Oh, lives a long time and is seen as a symbol of death and rebirth, which is kind of neat because right now I'm trying to research. So all of my seeds that I planted in Ostera time in the spring, they're all now coming to a point where it's sad because they're all dying. And I'm like, but some of them, like my rosemary, my sage, my lavender, like I'm trying to learn how to winterize them. Mm, Yes. So that will be happening in the next, I mean, we haven't frozen yet, but we're getting in the forties. So I'm like, okay, I got to start looking at you. Tidbit breast go inside. They go, they go reverse. No. (laughs) What what did you say? I go, they go reverse. They go reverse. Yes. (laughs) All right. She is gifted with farsightedness. The ability to see in several directions at once. Oh my God. She's the ultimate mother. Yeah. (laughs) My eyes are on watching at all times. Mm -hmm. You can't get past me. Nope. Sorry. So her directions are even the past, present, and future. Mm. 
The talent featured largely in her most famous myth, the abduction of Persephone. Excuse me. For it was the goddess Hecate who was able to see what had become of her and inform her frantic mother, Demeter. There we go. We're back to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The goddess Hecate continues to play to, or continued to play an important role in the life of Persephone, becoming her confidant when she was in the underworld. Hades, thankful for their friendship and was more than hospitable, honored Hecate as a prominent and permanent guest in the spirit world. So she got like the Disney pass. She's like, woo! (laughs) Express pass. Express pass. She's like, I don't have to sign up for nothing. Or is it fast pass? It's fast pass at Disneyland, I think. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This had the effect of enhancing her reputation as a spirit of black magic with the power to conjure. What? That just made me think of Of Marilyn. Marilyn. (laughs) She's our black magic. But um, this had the effect of enhancing her reputation as a spirit of black magic with the power to conjure up dreams, prophecies, and phantoms. Hecate's um, ability to see in the underworld, the other world of the sleeping and the dead, made her comfortable and tolerant in the company of those who most would shun out of fear or misunderstanding. Okay, that's a little creepy, though, that sentence, um, the underworld or the the other world, which is of the sleeping and the dead. So that makes me think of when you're asleep, you're practically dead. That's deep. <laughs> deep, Gigi. Oh, I get, you know, I get panic attacks about dying. It's crossing over. It. Uh, Freddy Krueger. Ew. <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Get out of here, Freddy Krueger head ass. in her role as queen of the night that's so badass that sounds like an abba song (laughs) i would get a members only jacket and bedazzle queen of the night on the back yes yes she sometimes traveled with a following of ghosts and other social outcasts she was both honored and feared as the protectress of the oppressed and those who lived on the edge living on the edge thank you are you doing Aerosmith? Was that I, what think so. I think so. Living what I was on the edge. You yeah. can't mm-hmm. That's all I know. In Rome, many of her priests in her sacred groves were former slaves who had been released to work in her service. Hmm. See, she just gets all the outcasts. I'm telling you. She's like, yeah, okay, you're good. She's like, you could be part of my cool boo crew. That's right. Boo boo. Um, the goddess Hecate was often accompanied on her travels by an owl. A symbol of wisdom, which is awesome because I have my owl chuck. I think Cleo's a combination between an owl and a woodchuck. <laughs> as How a much cat, could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck oh. could chuck wood? You're gonna get to see her in person. She's pretty amazing. <laughs> Love her. So, not really known as a goddess of wisdom per se, Hecate is nevertheless recognized for a special type of knowledge and as we said earlier, is considered to be the goddess of trivia. So that's her name. Trivia would be a badass name. Yes. What's your name? Trivia. Trivia. That's right. Hecate's farsightedness and attention to detail combined with her extraordinarily interesting or interest in that which most of us discount as irrelevant or arcane gave her tremendous power. She knew what the rest of us did not. I mean, she could see in all directions, including past, present, and future. So Mm -hmm. she knew a lot. 
I feel like if she was uh, just a regular human being today, she would have an art gallery in like a mm. genderfied area and just be like all the misfits could come and do their art. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, yeah, it's cool. Come on. Like she just sees that side of, of people. She sees the worth in the. Un- oh, that was beautifully put. I like Thanks. that. Not surprisingly, the people th- thought it best to give the goddess Hecate and any friends that might be accompanying her a lot of honor and a fairly wide berth. <laughs> They're like, <laughs> just let them do what they got to do. <laughs> When darkness descended, they wisely retired to the fireside for supper, but put the leftovers outside as an offering to Hecate and her hounds. The homeless and destitute were often the actual beneficiaries, but that hardly mattered, for they were, after all, under Hecate's protection. Aww. In a similar fashion, food was often left at the crossroads to honor Hecate, especially at junctions when three roads converged what we often call a y intersection Mm. frequently a pole was erected at the (laughs) intersection i know right (laughs) we're 12 (laughs) pole was erected (laughs) was erected oh man okay Okay. sorry at the intersection and three masks would be hung from it to pay homage to hecate and to request her guidance in helping to choose the right direction oh that would be kind of a creepy intersection to fall upon (laughs) you're just like um which mask do I feel like I want to be haunted by tonight? Like, <laughs> I would God. just go up there and go, oh, no, it's an erect pole. There you go. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Actually, um, the three faces um, remind me of um, the Sanderson sisters from Hocus Pocus. Yes. <laughs> it's like, which, which way do I want to go? <laughs> which way? I don't understand. Well, often three-faced masks also adorn the entrances of many homes, honoring the goddess Hecate, who could wield her influence over the spirits that traveled the earth and keep them from entering the household. So... Oh, so it's like a protection, like an evil eye thing. Mm -hmm. Very cool. They probably get stumped by the mask. They're like, what is this? They're like, um, most humans don't have three faces. (laughs) Just, just as demons do. Yeah. (laughs) They're like, I I just, I don't, I'm going to go to the next house. Yeah. (laughs) I'm scared. It is hardly surprising that a woman who needed to make a trip alone at night would say a brief prayer to Hecate to seek her protection. I I would ask for her protection. Is that James? It is. (laughs) (laughs) I love him. Sea goddesses, mom life. I need to seek protection. No. Yes. <laughs> he sounds he sounds a little cuckoo right now. Right. He's like, Mama, I got things to do. Oh my gosh. Funny, that kid. Oh my goodness. Hold on. I had to um shut the door because Cleo just bursted in here with her. Big ass. Okay. <laughs> booty, 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 booty rocking everywhere. everywhere. So, okay. So a lady walking alone at night seek Hecate to seek her protection. The goddess Hecate, like her cousin Artemis, again, bringing up the arty, mm-hmm. was known as a protector of women, especially during childbirth. 
at least, man, childbirth back then must have been rough. Well, I mean, a lot of women died from childbirth in yeah. the past. I mean, there wasn't – C-sections weren't widely used or used at all at that yeah. point. I mean, so if a baby was breech or had wide shoulders or anything like that, I mean, they're stuck. They're done. No, thank you. Yeah, That's why so I scary. say no and I'll have cats. <laughs> so not only was Hecate called upon to ease the pain and progress of a woman's labor, but especially to protect and restore the health and growth of a child. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Most of the other um, childbirth goddesses were just about the birthing, not about yes. the aftermath. So I like that. Yeah. She just kind of comes in with her three faces and says, party for all. So similarly, uh, Hecate played a role that we would now describe as hospice nurse, helping the elderly make a smooth and painless passage into the next life. Oh, I love that. Isn't that, it's called palliative care now is the proper term? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't like that. Making it more... (sighs) Easy going. Yeah, none of that is easy. <laughs> no. like, none of it is easy. Um, she. I wish I knew about Hecate back then. I would have been. I know, brave. right? Oh man. <sighs> she would stay with them as long as they needed in the other world to help prepare them for their eventual return to the earth and their next life. Well, look at that. Oh. Mama Sacconi is with you. She's in one of the cats. I hope so. Cleo, are you my mom? I feel like Phoebe from Friends. <laughs> I'm like, I think this is my mom. Oh, she just came over and laid down Aww. by me. My baby. Um, where are we? Okay. Familiar with the process of death and dying, as well as that of new birth and new life, the goddess Hecate was wise in all of the earth's mysteries. She reminds us of the importance of change, helping us to release the past, especially those things that are hindering our growth. I like that, too. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I actually was reading Sarah Robinson's Yoga for Witches book and Samhain time. This is surrender. You're supposed to surrender to change, surrender to releasing the past Mm -hmm. and kind of because, you know, when we get towards Yule and the winter solstice, you're supposed to just relax Sleep, Mm. rejuvenate, recoup. I like that. Okay. She helps us accept and even welcome change and transition. She sometimes asks us to let go of what is familiar, safe, and secure, and to courageously travel into the scary places of the soul. Shadow work. Mm, Yeah. (sighs) New beginnings, whether spiritual or mundane, aren't always easy. Yeah. (laughs) But Hecate is there to support and show you the way. She loans her farsightedness for you to see what lies deeply forgotten or even hidden, and then helps you make a choice and find your path. Often she shines her torch to guide you while you are in dreams or meditation. Okay, this is totally like an afterthought, but just seeing the word torch, James keeps talking about the Statue of Liberty. That thinks it's that she's holding an ice cream cone. <laughs> and I'm like, no, it's a torch. <laughs> oh my God. I'm like, it looks like 
ice cream, but it's a torch. <laughs> That'd be a pretty good ice cream cone. Can you imagine the size? Right? Yeah. All right. But yes, um, I do like that, you know, the torch is the guide because, I mean, it is, you know, when we are meditating or dreaming, we do often focus on some type of brightness within yes. that catches our attention and draws us closer and um that's how we find that focus and that calmness in those states of being so i like that Mm -hmm. definitely hecate teaches us to just be and to be tolerant of those who are different or less fortunate yet she is hardly a bleeding heart for hecate dispenses justice blindly and equally Mm. get it I need to read more about her. She really, she's one that scared me when we, I first started reading about really? her. I kind of put it off, but I'm like, she's amazing. So whether the Greek goddess Hecate visits us in waking hours or only while we sleep, she can lead us to see things differently, ourselves included, and help us find greater understanding of ourselves and others. I think I need to have whiskey all the time because I'm reading this so much better than earlier. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, yeah. you're just like not thinking about it as much. Going yeah. with the flow. Yeah. Although her name may mean the distant one, Hecate is always close at hand in times of need, helping us to release the old, familiar ways and find our way through and into new beginnings. Wow. So this came from the uh, poet Hest- Hestioid. Hestioid. Mm-hmm. Hestioid. I always want to put a T in there. Hestioid. From the Theogian, whom she... Will she great? Wow. See, I already. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, those, those old timey poets, there's a lot of extra verbiage in there that we're not used to using. So. Okay. Thank you. You codependent goddesses. We <laughs> haven't done that in a while. Yes. I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Here we go. Whom she will, she greatly aids and advances. She sits by worshipful kings in judgment and in the assembly whom she will is distinguished among the people and when men arm themselves for the battle that destroys men then the goddess is at hand to give victory and grant glory readily to whom she will good is she also when men contend at the games for there too the goddess is with them and profits them and to those whose business is in the gray discomfort able see who pray to hecate and the loud crashing earth shaker poseidon mm. i did little arms going like what? <laughs> easily the glorious goddess gives great catch Ooh. <laughs> and easily she takes it away as soon as seen if she so wills she is good in the burn barn fire fire beer Sure. Oh my goodness. This is a rough one. Yeah. yeah. With Hermes to increase the stock, the drove droves of kin and wide herds of goats and flocks of fleecy sheep. If she will, she increases from a few and makes them or makes many to be less. So basically she does what she wants. And I love <laughs> yes. her for that. Yes. I also like that it's fleecy sheep. I'm going to start things that are fluffy, (laughs) fleecy instead. (laughs) He's fleecy. I like the uh, loud crashing earth shaker. Yes. No. Loud crashing earth shaker. That's our asses. (laughs) (laughs) Boom. Boom. 
I got some Poseidon here. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm done talking. You oh, my gosh. I know. That was a long one. And Ooh. let's give some snaps to Nicole. Thank you. Snap, 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 snaps. Even though we're doing this, we're <sighs> recording it in two parts. So <laughs> We are. We are. We had some technical difficulties, so yeah uh, bear with us uh, <laughs> well bear with us thank you yes so now let's talk about a few ways to connect with the goddess hecate so in the midst of a transition you can seek the wise counsel of hecate when you must go to a place that scares you ask hecate to comp- uh, to accompany you place three stones at an intersection to mark the crossroads the site of your brave decision and your adventure to the unknown So because Hecate understands the spirit world and the ongoing cycle of life, death, and rebirth, she can give you strength when you must face the passing of someone dear to you or even your own transition. So she assures you that physical death is not the end. It's only another step in the ongoing journey of the soul's evolution. So make an amulet of basil, comfrey, and rosemary to bless the person's passage and trust that all is well. Mm. That that's what, that's what yeah. you need to think of. Yep. Ooh, that's a hearty. Yep. If you've chosen to tread a magical path, invite Hecate to serve as your teacher. Light a black candle in her honor. Record your dreams in a journal or book of shadows, and they may contain messages from the goddess. You can also practice inspirational writing and oration. And if you are passionate and warmly proud of a subject, share it you could write a poem and you could share it on whichever media sources you prefer in written and or spoken form send it out into the world and it works its magic on those that it finds mm-hmm. you can also enjoy some music you can listen and or play and revel in the way it feels in your body does it make you feel like you're moving in any way does it move through you or does it just move through you emotionally um feel it power and effect to make you feel imagine the possibilities of using that power i feel like if i sit in my chair and start shaking my ass back and forth then i'm like yeah i'm feeling it yes exactly you can also commit to helping the homeless and the disenfranchised and those that are under the protection of hecate so whatever you can give to those who struggle in the darker edges of our cultures um it has great value to the heart and the health of our human family so if we can help others find an effective way to thrive and share the gifts that they have to offer we all benefit and i mean it's just pay it forward be kind yeah. to those that need it i mean little things you just a smile sometimes and complimenting someone can change a person's day so whatever you can do to make someone feel better and to help them do it absolutely you can also use three masks to approach and invoke the multifaceted wisdom approach of hecate so have the three masks you can decorate your own with powerful meaningful symbols that um, symbolize the past present and future which is the maiden mother and crone of her form and then when needing clarity for a decision you can use the masks to represent the aspects where you are where you desire to be and what is required to accomplish this change Ooh, I like that. Mm-hmm. I feel like those are good, like, um, questions and guides for card pulls as well. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you're always confused, I like to do either the um, what I need to receive and what I need to release. But mm-hmm. I really like this, you know, aspects of where you are, where you desire to be and what you need to do to get to there. 
Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. So some correspondences that go with Hecate, her symbols, keys, um, and the book by uh, Cindy Brennan, Brennan, um, hers is, you know, keeper of the keys because mm. Hecate has these keys that, you know, it kind of opens up your, your mind to the doorways oh. of the other worlds. So I unlock think your cool. mind. Yes. Torches. She loves a torch. Big or ice torches. cream as in James mind. Or um. an ice cream. <laughs> the, uh, the dark moon, um, raisin and currant cakes, which that sounds really good. Ew, it makes, I, I, I'm assuming the dried fruit for the crone side of her. <laughs> maybe she just likes raisins maybe but i just think of the little dried little fruits oh, fruit, <laughs> um, crossroads three-headed animals or statues a lot of statues you see of hecate they're three headed yes they're pretty mm-hmm. awesome the number three again symbolism three um mask in general candles oh sh- Strophalus. Strophalus? I just saw phallus, so I'm like, all right. (laughs) Um, Which is AKA Hecate's wheel, maze, and um, daggers. So So some type of like labyrinth type thing. Interesting. Yes. Colors, um, black, orange, yellow, orange, and red, orange. The saffron colors. Love some oranges. Yes. Nice Mm -hmm. callback. Look at you. Um, animals, dogs, horses, sheep, especially black female lambs, which the black sheep of the herd. <laughs> Very specific. The fleecy mm-hmm. lambs. Yes, the fleecy lambs. Owls, bats, snakes, and boars. Um, plants, willows, dark hue, blackthorn, groves of trees, saffron, raisins and currants. <laughs> That's her song, raisins and currants. <laughs> Any night blooming plants and gourds, especially pumpkins. We've never had a goddess that loves gourds. That's awesome. Hey, and it is pumpkin time right That's now. That's right. I have to stop myself because if I buy pumpkins now, we have all these chipmunks. They're real jerks. And they will just eat all of them before. Aww. I can't have nice things. I'm sorry. Yeah. Just got to get fake pumpkins. Yes. Yes, exactly. Or hi- um, have the real ones in the house. Yeah, I know. I want to be one of those bougie people, though, that has all the mums and the pumpkins and the gourds. I know. I know. I have a few pumpkins out front, but I end up using them to make my pumpkin purees. And um, I use those for my pumpkin pies and pumpkin breads and all the pumpkin-y goodness in the world. Just all the pumpkins in my life. Yes. I actually just found a recipe to make um, pumpkin doggy treats with them, too. Stop it. Are you serious? Yes. Yes. I'm going to do it. Uh, You got to let me know. Um, Some herbs that she uh, responds to. Queen of the Night, which is a Queen of the Night. (laughs) Um, Yes. Which is a light flowery fragrance. She loves herself some cinnamon, myrrh, mugwort, honey, lime, and lemon verbena. That's that plant that I have that's just growing like crazy. Fun fact, to winterize a lemon verbena, you're supposed to just kind of let it hit the first frost and then it'll lose all its leaves and then you bring it inside and like put it in a basement or somewhere and it'll hibernate all winter and then supposedly come back. Interesting. Let's so see if this works. Try mm-hmm. that. I know I'm a little nervous, but we'll see. And finally, gems and metals. 
loves sapphires, silvers, gold, moonstone. She is a moon goddess. Mm-hmm. Black tourmaline, black onyx, hem- hematite, smoky quartz. So any of the pushing away any kind of negative energy stones and any stone that is dark or luminous. So I like all of those. Spooky. 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 <laughs> Well, now um, we're going to read a little bit from an oracle card um, from the Goddess Oracle deck by Amy Sophia Marashinsky. The meaning of her card is Hecate meets you at the crossroads when you must make a choice. Times of choice are not easy times. The challenges presented by choice necessitate a leap of faith from the person doing the choosing. So Hecate says to let go of the idea and that there are no wrong or right choices. There's just choice. So have you been putting off making a choice because it seems to be too overwhelming or a no-win situation? Does the choice bring up fear of the unknown? Does it seem better and or easier to remain with what you know? Sometimes a choice must be made, yet you're not ready. So in such cases, the way to nurture wholeness is to acknowledge where you are and let it go. Trust that you will be able to make a choice when the time is right. Give yourself time and space and don't press, berate, or blame yourself. You need nourishment here. So when you let go, suddenly clarity comes to show you what you need. So Hecate urges you to embrace the unknown. Know that whatever you choose to bring Use something invaluable. I'm sorry. Yeah. That, I think there's a typo there. Let's see. Know that whatever you choose to bring will. You choose. Oh, wait. Know that whatever you choose will bring you something invaluable. Yeah. I don't right? think it's invaluable. Is it supposed to? I don't think it's supposed to be invaluable. Something I think it's invaluable be... that you can use on your invaluable. Wouldn't it be valuable? What the hell? I would think valuable. I think it's valuable. Damn it. I'm going to grab the book. You read. Okay. I'm just going (laughs) to. Know that whatever you choose, it will bring you something valuable that you can use on your path to wholeness. All right. Amy Sophia Marshinsky. That's what I think it is. I'm going to look you up right now. Where's my Hecate? Hecate. Hecate. No, it is. Know that whatever you choose will bring you something invaluable that you can use on your path to wholeness. That's interesting. Right? Why would something invaluable be given to you to use on your path? Invaluable. I need a a dictionary. Very, very interesting. What if? Talk to me. It's a typo in the book as well. It might be. Let's just, let's go with that. Okay. There was, I did find one other typo in the book. It said oh, okay. yo instead of you. You are that person that notices all those things. <laughs> <laughs> My brain just wants easy things, so I just gloss past it. I'm yeah, like, oh, that I looks mean, good. I, I, yeah, this was a lot of um, work on this last sentence. Um. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we are nothing but, you know, like professionals. Okay. We're so professional. <laughs> Us in our 35 episodes. <laughs> right? Oh, my god. We gosh. take, like, one week off and we're like, duh, I don't know. We're like, derp, derp, derp. Duh. 
Well, in closing, this is a little quote from the goddessgift.com and um, the author of the article that wrote about Hecate. Uh, her name is Sharon Turnbull. The Greek goddess Hecate reminds us of the importance of change, helping us to release the past, especially those things that are hindering our growth, and to accept change and transition. accept it you know what you have to otherwise it will just change and you'll get you'll be stuck yeah Yeah. I mean literally I mean I mean I've seen this with um family members in my life that could not move forward from big life events and they've been stuck and were stuck for years and um it's been really sad to watch them lose their lives in that moment mm-hmm. and for decades now, you know, even for some of them, it's just, I wish they would have been able to let go and move on. Yeah. And maybe one day they will. True. Very true. Mm-hmm. But, um, Hecate, my goodness, she, yeah, I feel like we're going to have to do another episode. Oh. Absolutely. Yeah. Because I would like to, you know, maybe have on someone that's a little bit of a Hecate expert. I know there's a lot of good Instagram pages that, you know, uh, people that actually devote their their practice to her because it would be fascinating to to learn from that and to hear. Yeah. Those that are experts. Yes, absolutely. You know, it's just this is what they live and breathe. And I mean, it's an amazing goddess to worship and to pay tribute to because of how powerful she is in so many different ways. Yes, absolutely. Well, everybody, I just want to thank you, and I hope you have an amazing um, Halloween, Samhain. Um, This is from... uh, what is it? Sarah Robinson's Yoga for Witches, uh, for her surrendering uh, Samhain to winter solstice. Basically, it is a time for cutting ties and finding ways to release all that no longer serves you. So take some time, face your shadows, and heal. Um, it's also a doorway time to contact you know, a loved ones that passed and to eat a ton of candy. <laughs> enjoy relish in the the sweetness of this time that's right put on your weird little costume and run around and be happy and if you have little little pumpkins um just enjoy watching their excitement at trick-or-treating and just halloween in general i love that i'm using my pumpkin to my advantage i'm I'm... oh tell the (laughs) goddesses what james is going as he's gonna be leatherface from texas chainsaw massacre And I'm going to be his victim. So I'm like, he's young enough, you know, to where he doesn't really have much of an idea of what he wants to be. Like one day he said he wanted to be a caterpillar. Another day he said he wanted to be a ghost. And, you know, I'm like, well, hey, we're going to do something spooky right now. (laughs) Have fun with it because mama gets to choose still. (laughs) Well, because he has a little tiny toy he has a um, toy chainsaw. chainsaw and so that was my inspiration I was going to do it last year and it didn't work out so yeah <laughs> he's gonna he's going to uh be a little maniacal leather face for Halloween it's gonna be great <laughs> 
Leatherface was a product of his environment. No, I don't know. Oh, oh my goodness. Well, I just, I'm so thankful to be doing this again. And, and Hecate was amazing. Next week, we have uh, one of, like, I think the first feminists ever created in the world. And I'm excited. Are we going to, should we tell everyone or we keep it a secret? I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. know. Oh, don't look know. at us. We've never really <laughs> given away. Okay. You know. Ooh. All right. Here's, here's the thing. Think, stay tuned. Stay tuned for our next episode. Think a sultry serpent. Ooh. Type thing. And that's all we're gonna say. Gigi, where can everyone find us? Oh, well, of course, if you haven't found us already on <laughs> social media, we are on Instagram. And it's called Goddess Chat Leos because you couldn't fit in the width on this one. So it's just Goddess Chat yeah. Leos. And we just share artwork from different people and cool things about different goddesses um, and also different witchy businesses and people that we admire cool little tips and tricks and things that we find along the way that we just find interesting um, within the world of mysticism and whatnot. Um, you can also email us goddesschat at yahoo.com if you'd like to speak to us directly and talk more deeply about things or possibly collaborate or if you'd like to you know maybe be interviewed on an upcoming episode you know we we, we have some people we're going to be reaching out to soon and hopefully we can get some more new um not new people, but like just, you know, here's some more voices on here besides us. We probably get annoyed at times. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh. But thank you so much for bearing with us and yes. our technical difficulties. And um, <laughs> we love you. We love you. We love you. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. And happy Halloween. Happy Halloween and blessed Samhain. Blessed Samhain. Love you guys. Bye. Mwah. Mm-hmm.